Once there was a very poor man named Hamdani, who begged from door to door for his living, sometimes taking things before they were offered him. After a while people became suspicious of him, and stopped giving him anything in order to keep him away from their houses. So at last he was reduced to the necessity of going every morning to the village dust-heap, and picking up and eating the few grains of the tiny little millet-seed that he might find there. One day, as he was scratching and turning over the heap, he found a dime, which he tied up in a corner of his ragged dress, and continued to hunt for millet-grains, but could not find one. "'Oh, well,' said he, "'I've got a dime now. I'm pretty well fixed. I'll go home and take a nap instead of a meal.' So he went to his hut, took a drink of water, put some tobacco in his mouth, and went to sleep. The next morning, as he scratched in the dust-heap, he saw a countryman going along, carrying a basket made of twigs, and he called to him, "'Hi there, countryman! What have you in that cage?' The countryman, whose name was Muhadim, replied, "'Gazelles!' And Hamdani called, "'Bring them here, let me see them!' Now there were three well-to-do men standing near, and when they saw the countryman coming to Hamdani, they smiled and said, "'You're taking lots of trouble for nothing, Muhadim.' "'How's that, gentlemen?' he inquired. "'Why,' said they, "'that poor fellow has nothing at all, not a cent.' "'Oh, I don't know that,' said the countryman. "'He may have plenty for all I know.' "'Not he,' said they. "'Don't you see for yourself,' continued one of them, "'that he is on the dust-heap.' Every day he scratches there like a hen, trying to get enough grains of millet to keep himself alive. If he had any money, wouldn't he buy a square meal for once in his life? Do you think he would want to buy a gazelle? What would he do with it? He can't find enough food for himself without looking for any for a gazelle. But Muhadim said, Gentlemen, I have brought some goods here to sell. I answer all who call me, and if anyone says come, I go to him. I don't favour one and slight another. Therefore, as this man called me, I'm going to him. All right, said the first man, you don't believe us. Well, we know where he lives and all about him, and we know that he can't buy anything. That's so, said the second man. Perhaps, however, you will see that we were right after you have a talk with him. To which the third man added, Clouds are a sign of rain, but we have seen no signs of his being about to spend any money. All right, gentlemen, said Muhadim. Many better-looking people than he call me, and when I show them my gazelles they say, Oh, yes, they're very beautiful, but awfully dear. Take them away. So I shall not be disappointed if this man says the same thing. I shall go to him anyhow. Then one of the three men said, Let us go with this man and see what the beggar will buy. Pshaw, said another, Buy? You talk foolishly. He has not had a good meal in three years, to my knowledge, and a man in his condition doesn't have money to buy gazelles. However, let's go, and if he makes this poor countryman carry his load over there just for the fun of looking at the gazelles, let each of us give him a good hard whack with our walking sticks to teach him how to behave toward honest merchants. So, when they came near him, one of those three men said, Well, here are the gazelles, now buy one. Here they are, you old hypocrite. 
You'll feast your eyes on them, but you can't buy them. But Hamdani, paying no attention to the men, said to Muhadim, How much for one of your gazelles? Then another of those men broke in, You're very innocent, aren't you? You know as well as I do that gazelles are sold every day at two for a quarter. Still taking no notice of these outsiders, Hamdani continued, I'd like to buy one for a dime. One for a dime, laughed the men. Of course you'd like to buy one for a dime. Perhaps you'd also like to have the dime to buy with. Then one of them gave him a push on the cheek. At this Hamdani turned and said, Why do you push me on the cheek when I've done nothing to you? I do not know you. I call this man to transact some business with him, and you, who are strangers, step in to spoil our trade.